Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, August 24th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Welcome um, to it. My parents are on their way to Calgary to visit this weekend. Oh, that's so awesome. They will likely download this podcast as soon as it's available and listen on the road. So, hello to my mom and dad. We'll see you soon. Drive safe. Hi, Mom and Dad. Any shout-outs you need to make, Sean? Um, there's always lots of shout-outs I'd love to make. Uh, happy 40th birthday to my best friend, Jonathan. Very nice. Does Jonathan listen to the PissCast? He does, yeah. Hey, Jonathan, happy birthday. Happy birthday. 40. Yeah, 40. 40. And we did a big uh, surprise reveal yesterday for him uh, where his parents revealed that they uh, are basically sending him to Japan. On a snowboarding trip that we're doing in February. Wow. Yeah. That's a big gift. It's a pretty big gift. So I was keeping the secret from him for the last two months because I reached out to them and coordinated this whole surprise thing. And so last night was the big unveil and we did, because it's Japan, we went for Japanese food and then I gave him this Foo Fighters Japanese sake and then at the bottom it revealed, said, you're going to Japan. And he was FaceTiming with his parents who live in the States for the whole thing. And so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to get that whole thing out of the bag because it was really tough to hold that secret for that long. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the longer you get to hold a secret and the tougher it gets, doesn't you almost like accidentally slip up so many times? Oh man, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll see that in Japan. What? Yeah. Oh. No, nope, just kidding. Yeah, mind, but he was completely shocked. He did not know it was coming, so it was pretty cool. Well, that's fun. Yeah. That is the fun kind of surprise. Yeah. On today's show, a type of payment that's becoming more common as life gets more expensive. The most expensive condo maybe ever in Calgary just went on the market. We'll talk about that. And some disrespect towards Shauna from a friend of hers unintentionally, I think, after your out-of-context clip of the show. First the hunting. Then the scrunting. Then the scrunting. You hunt, then scrunt. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So... A friend of mine who I haven't heard from in a while messaged me out of the blue yesterday and says this. Hey, are you free Monday? My friend is a celebrity hairstylist and she needs a model that shows that her product works even on the most damaged hair. (laughs) (laughs) No. I read this thing. I've heard this person for a while and I was just like, oh, that's that's good. Holy um, disrespect. Holy crap, it's funny. Oh, like, to be fair, her and I have had discussions about how damaged my hair is. Like, this is nothing new. I have She's very not- damaged hair. It wasn't like the first time we've discussed this because that would, I, I think that would be funnier, really. But If she just came out of the blue at you? Out of the blue. Hey. Oh, my God. You've got a bit of a rat's Holy nest, don't crap. you? I was just like, how thoughtful of you to think of me. <laughs> It was, it was honestly like, it was like, we need to see somebody who has the most damaged hair you can think of. She's a hairstylist too. So the most damaged person whose hair you've ever seen, just can you reach out to them and see if they're down for this? Oh my goodness. Oh my God. 
Also, just if if <laughs> that's rough, if, if the person is not aware that their hair is damaged, do not message that. No, okay. The fact again that we we have had that discussion the odd time. I'm like, okay, that makes it a funny. little better. But, yeah. Oh, I just got like that. Was killing myself. It was like, what a message to get. <laughs> just so thoughtful. <laughs> oh. Who's the person with the most damaged hair that you know? Oh, you have a terrible flow going on there. So we'll <laughs> the phone cele- her up. <laughs> the celebrity stylist sees you and is like, oh my. <laughs> I don't think I can work with this. The best is she was then asking for photos. She's like, can you can you send photos of the proof of how bad your hair is? And then I sent her one. She's like, no, no, more photos of that. More more hair. And then after my second one, she's like, perfect. <laughs> this like You're crazy. You're a great model. Crazy Albert Einstein hair going on. Ah, that's exactly this. what she wants. podcast. I like to browse real estate in Calgary and elsewhere and just kind of see where things are at. You know, yeah. I was looking again yesterday. I came across this place. This might be the most expensive condo I've ever seen for sale in Calgary. Oh. It, it's actually right now, I think it's the single most expensive residence for sale within the city limits. It's a condo. A $10 million condo Holy in Kensington. And it's not built yet. It's going to go at the, the corner of Kensington and Kensington Road and Memorial, like where Julio's Barrio used to be. Yeah. You know, that corner that kind of faces toward downtown and the bridge there. Are they tearing down that building? I don't know. I was looking at the renders, renderings and trying to figure out if it was like incorporated into that building or if that building will be coming down. Um, it's funny because when I was looking for places to rent, there were some places available in that building, but they were only for short term, and it's because of this uh, re- renovation. Like, because there is an apartment building slightly there west there, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I wonder if it is all coming down, and they're they're putting up this new building called the Kenton, the Kenton. Oh, it's the Kenton. <laughs> but you can look it up. It's on the MLS. It's ten million bucks for the. For this eighth floor unit, it's like 4,100 square feet. It looks spectacular in in the renderings. Um, but I, $10 million worth? I don't know. I'm like, I'm so far out of that price range. Like, I don't know what the difference between a $5 million place and a $10 million place. I can't tell. It is you know? crazy because it's, it, be, it comes down to like finishings at that point. Yeah. It's like the most expensive of everything. Every single piece of anything in there. And that's what gets it up to that price. And it's always like, that's right. People this, really notice this or this marbles from Italy and this isn't. It's like, I can't tell. The I can't. Right? I was like, is it vinyl? <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Part of me. Wonders this though, because there are only 50 units available in this building, and it says they start at a million dollars. So, you, you know for sure if you're buying in there, you won't have any of the poor's as your neighbor, right? No. You won't have poor's for neighbors. Which no, is I don't associate with them. <laughs> oh, look, the poor. No, they won't be in your Please building. Please leave. But I wonder if, like, if you jack up the price of like the, you know, the premier s- suite in this place, the premier unit, mm-hmm. if that doesn't like make the rest of the building seem more prestigious too, right? Whether or not they sell yeah. that unit for ten million bucks. If you if it is a ten million dollar unit at the top of this thing, then everyone else feels like, ooh, I'm in the building with a ten million, you know, like mm. oh, did it, would developers do that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Uh, also the listing refers to this as the sub penthouse unit. Oh yes, I'm familiar with that. I'm in a sub penthouse unit. You're in a sub penthouse unit? I'm yourself? in a sub penthouse unit. Mm. It means nothing. I, I have slightly higher ceilings is what that means. But yes, they say subhead penthouse because it sounds cool, right? Is there people above you? Yes. How many floors above you? One. One. Okay. So yeah. Sub penthouse. Yeah. So are we to believe that there is going to be an even more expensive, more prestigious unit still to come in this but building? But wait, there's more. A $15 million 
penthouse unit. That seems a bit strange to me to sell it that way because if you're spending $10 million, you'd probably kind of want to be like, is this the most expensive? I would like to be the most expensive. Oh. If you all of a sudden find out somebody... Did you ever hear Bill Burr's bit Dick about that? Dick contest and you're losing all of a sudden? No. Bill Burr had this hilarious bit where there was like a $90 million sub penthouse unit that was sold in New York in like one of those super tall skinny skyscrapers. Yeah. And he's like, who's paying $90 million to have upstairs neighbors? I paid $90 million Seriously. for this place. Keep it down but up honestly, there. But honestly, if you're spending $10 million, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, if you're spending $10 million, you kind of want to know that that's, that is the pinnacle of the building. Are you, you know? going to hold out for the penthouse at that point? I think you sh- you might as well at that point. When I see all this, I'm like, we really are starting to look like Vancouver, aren't we? Where we're going to have, you know, $10 plus million condo units for sale. Yeah. On the river? Sub penthouse. Sub, the sub Only pen- sub, though. Mm. That's only sub. Talk to me when you're in the penthouse, I want please. the full pent. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was watching the news yesterday, and they were talking about how there's a town in Michigan that has this huge baby boom this month, and they were trying to figure out what was going on and why that happened, and I'm just going to play this clip for you. They've delivered more than 119 babies since August 1st. Doctors say year after year, this baby boom in August is the norm, Some Blame it on the end of deer hunting season. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the end of deer hunting season in this town of Michigan uh, signifies that's when everybody gets to hunt. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, so Terry is way too busy hunting. All right. And then when he's done his hunting, then they go to the scrunting. First the hunting, then the scrunting. Then the scrunting. Yeah, hunt, then scrunt. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture his old lady like, oh, honey, uh, maybe we could go to bed now. Ah, it's deer hunting season. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Terry just stays out in the bush during deer hunting season. That's it. Yep. And then when he finally packs up his shop out there, then he's like, "All right, all right. Now back. we can. Now we can do it." Yeah. Still, indeed. Still bloodied from the kill. Oh my lord! And then be. his wife, his old lady, girl Terry. <laughs> yep. She sees the dead deer, and that really gets her her engine revving. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He hangs the deer up in the garage, and he strips down, and he Woo! goes, "Let's go." Let's dance. Yeah, let's, let's. You want the deer involved too? Or? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Uh, we've been sent a few more things that you can't look cool doing. Yes. Uh, what order do you want to take these in, Shauna? Let's start with this one. Okay. So this is from front of the show, Mark. Uh, he said, flossing. Can't look cool flossing your teeth. He said he walked in on his wife flossing in the bathroom the other night and just started to laugh. And she was like, what? And yeah. then, he, then he messaged me. It's very true. <laughs> it's you can't look cool. No. Because you got... Uh, you got to get right in there and you got to get that in. I'd say so, dental work in general. You also can't look... We all we talked about this recently, but you can't look cool with something stuck in your teeth. So really, you're mm-hmm. you're screwed either way. You're screwed either way. Yeah. It's important for your oral hygiene. But yeah. I mean, I'll put this one to the Lenny Kravitz test. Does Lenny look cool flossing his teeth? Probably not. No. Um, and definitely doesn't look cool in a dentist chair with the bib on and... They're like, do you want to put these glasses on? He's like, no, thanks. I brought mine from home. He's got his rock star glasses. I mean, I can see you making those cool glasses cool. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I think somebody could probably pull off those glasses, but yeah, not with somebody in your mouth. No, and with the bib, and then like... How are you? Your spit flying all over the place. uh, Hi. (laughs) uh, Hi. No. Can't look cool. Can't. No, no. Uh, What did you get? Uh, Another one that I just thought of myself, but wearing pajamas out in public... Like there's a lot of uncool things that I think you can make look cool. Like people always talk about Crocs being uncool or socks and sandals, and I'm like, I think some certain people could probably make those things cool. Wearing pajamas in public, though, I just I can never think of a scenario 
where if you're in a two-piece pajama set, <laughs> even just saying pajamas, you know, pajamas. everything about it is just, it's not cool. What about some of those, like, you know, those paparazzi shots where it's a celebrity and they, like, you can tell they've gone to great lengths to look like they're just kind of lazing about, you know? But and, that's not pajamas. Like, mm. leisure wear or athleisure, that's very different than full-out pajama sets. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you have some furry slippers and you're walking around, and there's so many people who do that, and they'll go and walk their dog. I see it in my neighborhood all the time, really? where you'll be in full pajamas and slippers, and you'll be walking your dog, and I'm just like, yeah, no. Even just, like, pajama pants. That's it. Like, you they're know? just silly. You ever seen someone at the mall in pajama pants? That's, or, like, sitting next to you at this Denny's? This is what I mean. Like, pajama pants, I can't... <laughs> tough look. Think of, think of Lenny Kravitz wearing pajama pants. No. I, we can't make it Tough cool. for him to pull it off, You really too. can't do it. Uh, finally, we got this one. Friend of the show, Nicole, said, being late for a bus and chasing after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that never looks cool, does it? No, nope. because even if I mean, if you if you miss it, if the bus doesn't see you and they drive away, then that doesn't look cool. Now nope. you're now you're walking or you're going back mm-hmm. and waiting for the next one, and you're all sweaty and out of breath. Yeah, or es- you- especially if you're wearing a backpack. Yeah, because it like moves on its own. When you run, your backpack is kicking you in the ass. It's kind of whoa, whoa. As you're, yeah, no. Your jacket's open. Oh yeah, <laughs> flapping. You're sweating, and and if you catch the bus, yeah. then you have to get on the bus after uh-huh. that run. Yep. And you're all disheveled. And you're staring heavily. at everybody who are glaring at you because the bus had to stop. As if you're about to do a big presentation on the bus. Yeah, none of that. None of that's cool. Lenny Kravitz in that role? No. Does not pass the Lenny Kravitz test, does it? <laughs> no. and podcast. I've seen a trend recently, and I kind of like it. More people on Kijiji and buy and sell pages are offering up trades or swaps rather than money. Have you seen this? No. So there was, a, I saw an ad from a hairdresser yesterday, and it was like, basically, she had she, like hairdressing to offer up and said if anybody has a service to offer back, she'd consider a trade. And then she mentioned some things that she needed. So she needed a handyman, for example, or something like that, somebody to clean. And she was like, I would consider that over just money. And then there were a ton of people that were responding with like, oh, I have this service and I could offer this and I'm looking for this. And I also would be down for a trade. And tons of people were saying like, yeah, I've got the service that I would also happily offer for trade versus money. And I was like, at a time where things are unbelievably expensive and people can't really afford to do things sometimes, if you have a service that you could offer back, that that's pretty damn cool. You're more optimistic about it than I am. That was my first thought is life has become so expensive that we're going back to the barter system. I mean, yeah. Where it's like, but I actually, will give you six frogs for your two chickens. Yes. That's- and it, it, seriously though and it was I, oh, crazy I have no money I the have amount no of response money. that was it and everybody was like this is actually a great idea like I would also be down for this and it's because everybody's in the same boat which Unreal. again it's sad it's Unreal. very sad but at a day and age like this if this is something that maybe we could do in exchange and make ease the burden a little bit maybe not uh, this actually also brings me to our next million dollar idea an app that sets up these trades so you type in your location, you say what you can offer, what you're looking for, and it sets you up with other people in that area that have what you're looking for and maybe need what you can offer. Okay. I think, yeah, it could work. I mean, you it feels like it would be very specific, though. Like, yes. you'd be looking for very specific services. Mm-hmm. In exchange for very specific services, and it and you could broaden your parameters. I was thinking as well. You could either just say like I'm looking for this and see what comes up, or you could you know make it a more broad thing. Because some of these people were just like, well, tell me what you got, 
mm-hmm. and I'll see if that matches as well, right? So I've, I've always felt the same way about when someone says like they'll they'll consider trades for a vehicle mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm like, well, it's aren't you looking for a pretty specific vehicle or? Yeah. Yeah, but then there was all of these people where somebody was like, I offer tattoo and I'm looking for a cleaner. And all these people responding like, oh my gosh, like I want a tattoo and I clean. Where do you live? And it was okay. It was pretty quick to make those those trades happen or swaps happen. The nice thing about that is that it, it both happens at cost. Yes. Right? That's it. And, and you can't can just, be taxed. No. Right? You can't, you can't tax when there's no money changing hands. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. And I was thinking, I was trying to figure out if there was anything I could offer up. Like, you have woodworking. You could Mm -hmm. definitely offer up woodworking for something in exchange. Um, The only thing I could really think of is people that need a ride. It's like, if you need rides around, I could offer up rides for sure. I don't have a hobby at the moment that I could technically, you know, exchange with. But something like that. Lots of people need rides. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, people who just don't drive, don't have a vehicle. Yeah, in exchange for like an hour of cleaning or something. Why not? Yeah, like I'll run you to the grocery store for your big... You know, your big Costco run or whatever. Totally. That could, yeah, that could work. Yeah. Maybe you're onto something here, Shauna. I mean, it's sad that we've come to this, but... It's a bit, it's a bit sad, it's but... It's a practical solution. Thank you. I thought so. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So first I have to say, it turns out I was wrong. You can be taxed on barter transactions in Canada. Friend of the show, Roger, works in accounting, and he said, if you're operating a business, you're still responsible for reporting income for all services provided and remitting all applicable taxes, irregardless, is irregardless a word? If money exchanged hands. I didn't think irregardless was a word. So if you're not operating a business, then taxes most likely won't apply, which is kind of how I figured it would be right like yes pretty easy to hide that if one was so inclined since there isn't a paper trail yes although in an app then it would be then there would then there would be track yeah in irregardless is not considered a real word by most dictionaries okay you know yeah that's what i thought um so a few people had some other suggestions for how you could services you could offer shauna somebody suggested that i could offer up Snowboarding lessons. Snowboarding lessons, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about that. Or violin lessons. I've had a lot of people ask me to teach them violin. I just, I don't know if I'd have fun doing that. That sounds awful, but like, it seems like a fairly large commitment because it would have to be like once a week. And right. then, yeah, I don't know if I'd want to. Yeah, if it's in exchange for something you really wanted, maybe. You're right. You're right. You could, uh, you could edit audio and video. I mean, you and I aren't production experts, but. No, but you're right. It could be. Just like basic stuff. Yeah. Right. Offer voice work. Mm-hmm. Hand whammies. Hand whammies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've talked about pictures of my feet. Like I could swap for for that as well. Or hand whammies. Or hand whammies. More hand I, whammies. Yeah. Um, now that'll cost you three whammies for that service right there. Hey, that's a lot of whammies. I mean, what are you offering up? It better be something good. They can't tax whammies. They certainly can't. Um, mm. Maybe one day we'll live in a hand whammy economy. <laughs> Yeah, we're going eliminating money and hand whammies. Can we start a, a cryptocurrency called hand whammy just in anticipation, please? No. Oh, yeah, run, I invest in hand whammies. You can run that through your app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's my next retirement plan. I'm banking hand whammies. <laughs> that and edible panties. It doesn't <laughs> work like that, I don't think. No? I can't bank those? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> too bad. <laughs> um, 
Well, and you definitely can't pay for a new home in Ann Whammies. I'm going to tell you right now. You you say that, Beckler. <laughs> Somebody mark this day in history. August 24th, 2023. Beckler said you can't pay for things in Ann Whammies. I will challenge that. I bet you in a couple years. If you're building a new dead. house, you're going to need money. You're going to need money from the bank or you can't just pay in hand. I, you say, no, nope. you know, I'm going to find a way. How, I will, I'll go to the bank and sit down. All right. I've got an idea here. <laughs> well appointed detached home starting from the low 600 hand whammies. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, really good no. soundproofing in the hand whammies as well. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will hear the um, hand whammies happening. Well, if you trade enough hand whammies for real money and you're ready to purchase a home ready Jeez, to build just, a home you're talking about your parents downloading this right first thing for their drive too and this is what we've gone i'm so i'm so sorry well just get on with it <laughs> talk to shane holmes today at shanehomes.com karen i'm sorry shane holmes the better way to build the beckler and shauna podcast audio Muse frontman Matt Bellamy took inspiration for the guitar sound in this song from the 1962 hit Telstar by the Tornadoes. The rhythm guitarist on that track was Matt's dad, George Bellamy. This song is known as a rock opera, and it truly is. It's known to be a soundtrack to a spaghetti western set in the far reaches of a galaxy. That's descriptive and quite apt. Cydonia, spelled with either C or a K, was an ancient Greek city-state on the island of Crete. Cydonia is a region on Mars that, when first photographed by the Viking One orbiter, showed what appeared to be a face on the rocky surface of the planet. More recent imagery has revealed that the face was, in fact, just caused by lighting tricks. The full version of the song starts with this. And that was actually inspired by the Doctor Who theme song. sound was actually brand new at the time when that theme song came out. It was part of the Radiophonic Workshop, which is where they experimented to make these types of sounds. Audio. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. It's unofficially Throwback Thursday on this radio program. Uh, throwback to those career aptitude tests you had to take in high school. Oh, did you yeah. ever have to take those things? <laughs> sure did, yeah. Holy crap. I mean, on the one hand, they were kind of fun to take because it's better than doing other work. On the other hand, they were... Did those ever benefit anyone? I don't know. We always just like compare our results and laugh about it. They were always ridiculous. I actually found one uh, because it's weird. As adults, you can take these and people take them seriously. Like if you go online, there's lots of these 
career aptitude tests that are supposed to help you now find your career of choice. Have they gotten any better? No. I, no? Tr- I tried To be fair, the one I tried was free. So maybe there's some that are a little more involved that aren't free. That like a recruiting company uses? Or? Yeah. But I like it gave 40 different results. And I'm like, that doesn't narrow. It basically had everything there. I'm like, what is this doing? You're just listing off careers at this point. Were they all in like a similar field though? No. No, they were all over the place. Okay. It was very strange. I was just like, this isn't helping at all. I still remember that one that I took in grade nine. I can picture the computer lab and which computer I was sitting at even. Oh, wow. Uh, and it spit out the results and it suggested that I be either a clown mm-hmm. or a figure skater. Yes. And I was like, well, this has been a giant waste of time. <laughs> I had dancer and circus performer. Like, Which is basically the same it's thing. It's the exact same thing. Like, it's a, is it a joke? Was that it? Were we being punked by the people who made those tests? Everybody, uh, everyone's a circus performer. I was like, I'm 14 years old. Yep. I'm six foot two and clumsy as all hell. I've never figure skated in my life. It's yep. probably too late for that, don't you think? Yeah, I am not. I'm the opposite of anyone who has any sort of a dancer. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Are you already performer? a pretty good dancer? No. no. Then this is useless. I think that was one of the questions. Are you a good? Nope. Dancer. Dancer is what you need to be. I wonder if the teachers just like keep that in their back pocket for a hangover day. Oh, probably. Where they're just like, oh man, I do not feel like doing a lesson today. No, it's the company test. that sold those to the schools. <laughs> like they're just there laughing their asses off. Yeah, I swear this will help the kids for sure. <laughs> put, a, put another circus performer yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Tell that big goof he's going to be a figure skater. That's it. Actually, <laughs> tell that guy he's going to be a mime, clown, or circus performer. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw a super funny clip yesterday. So in Cincinnati a few weeks back, there was a rain delay in a baseball game. So the grounds crew comes out and they drag the big tarps out to cover the infield. Yeah. And then when they were ready for the game to start again, everyone on the grounds crew grabs part of that tarp and they run it off the field. And if you're a baseball fan, you'll have seen this before. The tarp is so big and heavy that once they start running with it, they can't stop. Even if someone falls. It's like a stampede. It's like <laughs> somebody's, Someone falls and you got to keep going. They keep going. Just and this person going. just disappears into this tarp as it gets rolled up. They call it the tarp monster. <laughs> and I don't, I've always wondered, how do they get that person back? Because <laughs> it's not like they can pick this tarp up and carry it somewhere and like unfurl it and then get like... Wh- how do they dig this person out of the tarp that they've just rolled up? It's gone. It's gone. so funny when the tarp oh, monster man. takes someone. Yeah. I was like, I bet Buck and Pat would love that too. Oh, yeah. Should be a night at the ballpark as this rain delay comes to an end. The grounds crew is removing the tarp from the infield. That ship any crickets. One of the crew members is down. I, I need to get down there and, and take his place there, Buck. Tabby, no, it's too dangerous. I got, I got this. I got this. The tarp monster has already claimed one soul. Oh. Dearing me, this is a lot harder than it looks. Oh, no. And now it's got Tabby. Oh, no. No. He's getting his cookies tossed in there. Tabby, you beautiful creature, why? Why, Top Monster, why? Why have you done this? You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. The only hydrotherapy I've ever done is Gatorade. Yeah, it's pretty normal just to go, like, full naked. The best part of my morning 
is eating cheese whiz. It's Dickpocalypse, okay? It's called a fanny flutter, the effect that it is supposed to give. <laughs> X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca. 